Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa, and I am joined once again by my compadre, right-hand man, Dale Dempsey. What's up, Dale? So much is up. There's a lot. <laughs> Today is gray sweatshirt day. If you're not watching us on YouTube, but if you're not watching us on YouTube, you need to be watching us on YouTube. So today we are, I'm wearing some of my elite swag. I got the hat going. I got a Yeti cup going. We did a whole bunch of stuff. So I was pretty stoked about that. We've been up to a lot. So Dale's got his, I don't know if that's Lululemon outfit or not, but. It's some brand. It's a, it's a Legends brand. By the way, not getting paid by Legends to do any of this stuff. My wife loves it. So I picked up a few. Anyway, we're excited today. It's going to be an interesting podcast day. This is one of those getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I'm going to get a little uncomfortable. I'm going to turn the topics over to Dale because he's got some interesting things to talk about. And it's almost going to be like new age thinking versus old age thinking. The young guy and the old guy talking about what's happening. But I think the one topic that we're going to get into today, which I really do think is interesting, and it took this old guy a little bit of time to understand where we're going with it, but really what the impact of this issue really is and can be on an advisor's practice, which is why I do think it's a great topic. It may take a few minutes to get your arms around it because it did for me, but especially if you're not on social media, you might not quite understand. And I think that's where it's important to understand what your clients and what their children and kids are doing. It's your open flank it's so interesting you say, if you're not on social media. I didn't know where I was going to put this in. But as I showed Frank, I'm driving down the road the other day. So this is post sort of like writing the notes on this podcast. For those of you that don't have video, I'm sitting down. It says, learn to trade cryptocurrency. It's like a yard sign, like you have a yard sale. Where we buy houses for cash, right? right. That sort of thing. That's very interesting. That reminds me of back in the day before the mortgage crisis. Oh, yeah. You'd yeah. see these on corners, right? You're driving around. I'm at a stoplight and Sarah's, of course, in the passenger seat. She said, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm taking I have my phone out. I'm taking a picture of the sign that's right there in the middle of the street, busy street, learn to trade crypto, Forex. And I'm saying to myself, that's it. This is happening. She's not, she didn't know what I was talking about. If you're not on social media, though, you'd probably look at that thing and say, what's going on? It's pretty right. interesting. I get people that DM me, they'll put a message on one of my posts about, hey, this is great. I made money doing blah, 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 Forex trading, Euro, whatever. And I delete them. So if you're doing that, I'm deleting your messages, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> so good luck trying. But the reality is they put all the stuff out there. Made $10,000 in one week right. trading Forex or whatever, and I just whoosh, delete them. So I'm going to read a few of these. So that's like one of the things that happen. I'm on social media, like Instagram, I'm scrolling through and I'm saying, it just dawned on me. A lot of that stuff on there is sort of just passive. I don't think too hard about it. And then it, it just dawned on me, wow, there's a lot of people who are doing and saying the same thing. So I started to take note of this stuff. The first one I have here, it's like the incubator of how to even get somebody to start thinking down this road. Like a funnel? It's like a funnel? How it's kind of like a funnel. They'll start with stuff like this. 
seven online passive income ideas for your first $1,000 a month, right? So it's got like sell courses on Teachable, sell digital downloads, affiliate marketing, sell Kindle books on Amazon, design, sell t-shirts on Amazon, add money through your YouTube channel and blogging, buy domains, right? So like all these things that I'm sure you could do make some money with. To me, that's like getting the person who's open to doing stuff like that, because here's where it goes from there. If you type in the word investing into Instagram, the third suggestion out of, what did I write? 94 million posts. There's a teenager. Here's what you see on the screen. From $79 in his pocket to $57 million in real estate portfolio. That's the third thing you see. When you type in investing, and I know kids are seeing this stuff, as the funnel starts to go further and further down, then you have this next account that's saying, receive daily trade updates and moves for $5 a link. Give me some money. Five bucks, bucks, sure. Starting to add up. Here's the next one. DM me to get funded 100K. There's some information that's traded, money that's traded in that. Then it starts to get really greasy. So these comments, right? So these are people all leading back into the funnel. Really did the right thing, putting my trust in you. I invested seven days back. I got a withdrawal of $7,000 from a $500 investment. I did the math on that. That's the kind of thing. I'm not doing the math right now, but that's the kind of stuff that's on my posts. They put shit like that. That's a 1,400% return in seven days. There's no way. You probably have a better chance of hitting the lottery. And so the last example I have here is, and I thought this was probably the most brazen. So $2,800 plus 4X profit make $2,000 to $20,000 per month link in bio. All right, what am I showing you here? These are all posts and texts in people's profiles on these social media platforms that are all trying to do the same thing. They're trying to gain someone's trust. And typically it's kids or people in my age bracket who just really don't know any better and get them to give them money and or digital currency with the hope that it's going to turn around some serious capital. And it's really, really far-fetched. And so I took it another step further. I was like, well, so clearly there must be some examples of people getting really, really scammed on this stuff. And it was really interesting because I found there's this guy, he's doing a Bitcoin scam. He's literally doing the thing that you see on the side of the street that I showed everybody, the Forex thing, Bitcoin for Forex. And so what he's telling people is that he's maxed out with his Bitcoin account, the amount of Bitcoin that he can buy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh. He's paying people 5% over market value to buy their Bitcoin. That's the setup. All right, great. I'm going to send you my Bitcoin. And then he says, I'm going to wire you back money. Of course he is. Of course he is. That's something that my son would fall for. Guess who fell for it? Hold on. It gets better. My (laughs) son? No, but there's, this gets bad. This gets really bad really quick. That was like, hold on. That was like my son's, (laughs) my son, if he's listening to this, which I don't know if he's listening to it, but he should. So over the holiday, he was like, you know, the Xbox 5 or not the Xbox 5. PS5, yeah. PS5, right? I don't know. One or the other. PS5 was like the hot thing, right? And so he says, hey, dad, I found a guy online who's going to sell me the PS5 for the retail price. So no one else has them. He's got one and he's going to sell it to you for what it costs at the store. 
Doesn't make any sense. I said, does that make any sense to you, dude? Oh, that's just what he, he's got one. I said, do you not understand why that looks so stupid? He said he got an extra one in some cockamamie store. I'm like, all right, dude, you know what? But it works though, right? Doesn't it work? But it worked. And sure enough, I said, look, you're going to pay him through PayPal and you're going to use the service thing or whatever. And, you know, when he tries to say not to, that'll be your second clue. First clue is selling a PS5 at retail online. That's clue number one. Clue number two is not using PayPal or whatever. Anyway, so sure enough, I was right. It was basically a scam. Luckily, he got his money back. But it's that he's in that 22-year-old range where he's just smart enough that he's stupid. I love him to death, but this is not the first time he's done something like that. They don't believe in the traditional like investment. They think there's a quicker way. This is the case All this study. crypto crap. I still believe crypto is, maybe I'm going to be left in the dust, but I think crypto is still like some smoke and mirrors, voodoo yeah, sales kind of thing. I mean, look, Goldman made an announcement this week that yeah, they're going to- and I'm probably way in the dark on it. I'll get there eventually. In a lot of ways, we're fully digital with our currency anyway. I haven't used any Anyway, cash. so I didn't, I didn't mean to drop it. It reminded me of my son's PS5 story. But that's where everybody's thinking, right? They're thinking along those lines of, yeah, oh, it's crypto. It's going to grow in value. They see the right. charts. They think to themselves, no one has cash anymore. It's going to get adopted. Whatever they want to read in their newsfeed that's crypto this and crypto that, they want to get their share of it. And okay, so that's reasonable. Well, what happened here was... He's saying, I'm going to pay you. And then he's sending fake wires via TD. He got this one guy. This is sad. So he's like in his 30s, 40s. Him, his family, they had some money with a financial advisor, actually, for three and a half million dollars off of wires they'll never get back. And they're sending them literally Bitcoins that they had invested in. And so they actually had Bitcoin. Exactly. I think the bigger message from an advisor's point of view, the way I look at something like that is a former advisor. And I always consider myself still an advisor, right? It's in my blood. It's all I know. For me, what that tells me is I need to start talking to my client's children about financial planning, investing, capital markets, these types of things. I need to be on those platforms where my wealthy client's children are surfing because they might drip into my client's ears about whatever. I do think part of the messaging, you and I were talking about this, that there's this, for the younger generation in their late 20s, early 30s, this feeling of your old-fashioned financial advisor is like out of touch. They don't know what they're doing anymore. And why aren't they investing all your money in crypto and all that stuff? And I think that's a dangerous thing if you're a financial advisor and you're not one up to speed on these things. And the stuff that you're talking about, your clients, their clients that are in their 60s and 70s, what platforms are they on? They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram because that's where they're seeing their kids and grandkids and photos and all that stuff. I know my mom, she follows me because that's the only time she gets to see what I'm doing. If you're on those things, your clients are going to start to become targets of that stuff. And these people are getting better and better at making it sound more realistic and you know, the reason it starts with $5 is because that's $5. So if I put $5 and I make 1700 okay, great. I think it's a slippery slope, but that gets into this conversation about legacy planning and how many times do we talk to advisors where, say we have a client that's got an older client base and it's all about attrition of their clients because the client passes, and it's not their clients, but it's their children. The client passes away and the assets they cat out. It's like a war. Like if you're a financial advisor, you're in a war and it's not with the guy at Merrill Lynch. 
it's with the person who's not licensed. And the bigger problem is it's deteriorating all the advisor's credibility. If you go look at these platforms and you do like wealth manage, you're going to see there's a war. There's two sides to this. There's the people who are doing it completely unlicensed, who are just trying to make money through whatever means. The SEC can't regulate it. Clearly, they can't. FINRA can't do anything about it. You have to get in front of those multi-generational relationships, and you've got to call this stuff out for what it is. A lot of it is a scam. But you need to know about it. You got to know about it. You need to know about it because your clients are going to start looking at it. And if you just say, sort of like me, I don't really know about it, so I think it's all hullabaloo. You got to know more than that. You got to really get into the weeds and research some of this stuff and understand it. Otherwise, you're not going to be looked at as the expert anymore and you're leaving your flank open. I'm all about leaving your flank open or not leaving your flank open. And this is one of those areas that I think is a problem. It went from, I guess, a couple of years ago, got introduced to the mainstream right? Everybody's like, oh, now everybody knows about crypto to today where it is the mainstream. You can't turn on CNBC or Bloomberg without somebody saying something about, they even have a ticker now. Literally with the Dow Jones, they now have a Bitcoin ticker. This is not going anywhere, but more into your client's face. And the scams are eroding that trust that you've built with your client. Well, look, you know, it's a problem. Back in before the mortgage crisis, right before the mortgage crisis, you'd drive down the street and you'd see a dozen signs on the corner. You know, we buy houses for cash. We buy, you know, we quick flip and all these things and let us flip your house and all this stuff. And then things imploded. And I, I always look at that as my barometer, like how many signs do I see out right now? Like, I do yeah. see a couple of signs out right now, just sure. on a, another topic. I do see some signs out about we buy homes for cash. Same here. <laughs> makes me a little nervous. I heard someone say something about like, don't take your first offer on your house. And to me, that seems like a hot market. And I don't think the same issues are behind the scenes that took place during the mortgage crisis. But this is an issue that as an advisor, you need to get your arms around because your clients are getting infiltrated with the information. They're on Facebook and on Instagram and stuff showing up and it's showing up with their kids. And before you know it, you're going to start losing money. Money's going to go to your client's kids. And then they're going to piss the money away or blow the money or whatever, or they're going to get in your client's ear about taking their account away from you. And let's go to this guy that trades Bitcoin all day long. That's what happens. That's the stories that are starting to emerge from this. And I guess he changed his name, this guy, Jay. So interestingly enough, so I wrote this out, like some of these notes on here. What I came to find out shortly after was the guy, and he's actually here in New Jersey. People were trying to track him down oh, to get another, his money. Yeah, And a great accolade for New Jersey. <laughs> it was a different part of New Jersey, which I consider maybe more like New that York makes you feel City. Better. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny enough, I mean, it's not funny though, but look, the guy gets hunted down by the feds. He's in custody now with the FBI right. and he's got all these, it was like nine charges. One of them includes kidnapping, which is oh, kind of crazy, but fraud, money laundering, all this stuff. He was somebody that was being pumped onto my phone in front of me a long time ago with a promotion about this big giveaway that he was doing. And I didn't know who he was. And I started researching it because I saw well, other people had called him out as right. a scam artist. I mean, he's like, quote unquote, like a known person. Now he's even more known. And now he'll be known somewhere else. I think that that was a very interesting observation because I see those things on my pages and I know they're not good and I just delete them. But your observation in terms of younger clients paying more attention to that than I am because I'm less trusting is great. So as a financial advisor, as we talk about legacy planning, 
You need to be talking about this with your clients. You need to be, obviously, for lots of other reasons, talking to your client's children about what you're doing with your clients and why it's important for generational wealth and generational planning. But you also should be talking to them about these things or at least be prepared to answer questions about this stuff so that you can debunk whatever the younger generation is talking about. That's a great observation. That one hurt my brain a little bit. <laughs> but thank you. Wait, we appreciate wait, it. Wait till you see what I got in store Oh, next. my God. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. DM us if you have any questions. Just don't DM us about Forex trading because we're not buying it or Bitcoin trading. You can DM Dale. He sure he'll be happy to engage uh, in a conversation. I'll lead you along for a little while and then he'll, flip Dale it. Dale will lead you down his own <laughs> rabbit hole. Anyway, thanks a lot. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a review. Smash that like button. And listen, if you think this helped you, you think it might help somebody else, do us a favor and share this, right? We don't come on here. We don't pump other firms. We don't make this a podcast about advertising other firms. We don't get paid to do this part of it, right? So share this with people. This is what we're trying to do. We're just trying to provide information that helps our listeners and our potential clients. So with that said, have an awesome day and stay away from Forex trading scams. Great talk. Good talk. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts. Mm-hmm.